If you grew up with a parent, chances are that you feel some kind of way about them. Some people have good relationships with their parents where they regularly hang out, talk, and enjoy each other's company. Others have parents that they aren't close to for one reason or another. Their relationship might be more distant or even strained. But some people have no relationship with their parents at all because they were never given the chance to. Some people don't even know who is responsible for bringing them into the world, and sometimes these individuals make the decision to seek those parents out. Of course, not every story like this has a happy ending. Sometimes, the ending is worse than you ever could have imagined. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the tale of Christine Marie Sally, an adoptee who set out to find her parents and ended up aiding in a murder investigation instead. This case is a little different than the ones that I usually cover. Normally, my episodes follow the trails of the victims and their killers, but that isn't the story I want to tell today. Today, I want to share the story of a woman from Virginia who just wanted to know where she came from, and what she learned was nothing short of devastating. The year was 2018 when Christine Marie Sally made the difficult decision to seek out her biological parents. She is not the first child of adoption to do this, and with the way that technology is advancing, she certainly won't be the last. I can't speak to what it's like to grow up as a child of adoption, but I spend enough time online to know that some stories are happier than others. I don't know what led Christine to make the decision to seek out her parents in 2018, other than genuine curiosity, but I can certainly understand where she's coming from. She hired a private investigator to seek her parents out, and... This was a kind of unrelated point of interest for me. I don't know anything about seeking out long-lost relatives, but I did just finish reading Her Perfect Family by Teresa Driscoll, which focuses heavily on a private investigator, and it certainly seems like an interesting business to be in, if not possibly very dangerous. But I like to think that these kinds of investigations are the good ones. Helping somebody to find their family seems like a pretty fulfilling thing to do. The private investigator that she hired clearly knew the drill. They got right to work, beginning by gathering information like her mother's name from her birth certificate, and something that is no doubt made this kind of work much easier. A DNA sample for one of those genealogy databases that just keep popping up. Christine expected to find her family, but instead, she ended up cracking a murder investigation wide open. Christine's mother had not submitted her DNA to a DNA database willingly, but her DNA was there. It was already there because her mother was a Jane Doe. She had been found by, and I couldn't make this up, I swear, 
an archaeologist that was out looking for something in nature. Reading about all of this, I'm going to be honest, my eyes just about fell out of my head. It really is just a wild story. I have to assume that quite a bit of bravery goes into tracking down your parents in this situation, right? There is the chance that you might find them to be disappointing or that they might be a criminal or the chance that they might be living a completely separate life with their own kids. I know that comes up a lot on Reddit. But the shock of learning that your mother has been dead for several decades and that her identity was lost to the scene of a crime, that's certainly a big pill to swallow, I think we can all agree. With the DNA match in place, investigators wanted to know more, and they had more to share. Christine's mother, Pamela Duffy, was only 21 years old at the time that she disappeared. She was found in 1980, 38 full years before her long-lost daughter would lead her to be identified. Christine offered another DNA sample, and police confirmed that her mother had been found in a shallow grave shortly after she left Christine behind. There was just one problem. Pamela Duffy wasn't alone when they found her. In the same grave as Pamela, there was also a John Doe, and police were now more desperate than ever to identify him, because this was the closest that they had ever been. After talking with Christine, they learned that her mother had gone off to meet up with a man who was just getting out of prison, a man known as Digger Lane. Through extensive research, police were able to follow the timeline and run with the last name to identify the man as William Everett Lane. While this was a major breakthrough, it wasn't the end of the story. But police kind of already knew the rest of it. These two were clearly murdered, with both suffering from gunshot wounds and blunt force trauma. Someone had clearly overtaken them, and in recent years, police had started to search again for their killer. Before they ever spoke with Christine, their trail led them to a man by the name of Howard Neal. He didn't live in the area when they went looking for him, but he did live there at the time of the crime. And apparently, after he moved to Mississippi, he had committed a truly horrific crime. When police started looking for him, he was imprisoned for killing his brother and raping and killing his 13-year-old niece and her 12-year-old friend. A crime that was so horrific, he was quickly handed a death sentence. However... That sentence was eventually overturned when the courts determined that he was borderline mentally challenged. His sentence was changed to life in prison instead. So, it was to this Mississippi prison that police went to question him about these two victims. His lawyer indirectly confirmed that it was him, but they actually stopped police from interviewing him at all for a while. He said that they didn't need to continue the search, and in 2017, police were finally able to interview him. And he was fairly forthcoming. 
He didn't know the couple that he had killed, but he did know what happened because he did it. During the interviews, he told police what happened. Apparently, Pamela and William were hitchhiking, and he decided to pick them up. He made the decision to invite them to his place, and that was where things got inappropriate. It's pretty clear that Neil is obviously a twisted sexual predator, so it doesn't come as a surprise that he tried to come on to Pamela. William was enraged by this, and a fight quickly broke out. Neil told police that he felt he needed to kill him or that he was going to get killed himself. He killed William by shooting him repeatedly, and then he turned his attention back to Pamela. He sexually assaulted her, killed her, and then dumped them both out in the wilderness. And for a good long while, he got away with it. Even with police finding him, though, his victims were still unknown. At least, that was the case until Christine set out to find her parents. The only happy ending here is that the bodies were finally able to be returned to the families. I couldn't find anything to suggest that Christine ever found her father, and I wouldn't be surprised if she stopped the investigation when all of this came to light. I know that I probably would have. But I do think that this is a very sad story about a woman who wanted to know her family and ended up mourning her mother in a completely new way instead. It's certainly something that a long-lost daughter would be the one to finally shed some light on a decades-old case, but my heart goes out to her and what she must have endured with all of this. I know that she didn't have a relationship with her mom, but... I have to assume that she never once considered that learning who she was would turn out this way. I mean, really, who could? This is just another fine example of how DNA databases are helping us to solve more murders literally every single day. We have talked about relatives getting the murderers and their families caught, but in all of that, I never even considered the potential to identify people who couldn't identify themselves. It's certainly an interesting development, and I suspect that we'll hear of more cases like this one down the line. And it might be sad, but at least some of the families can have their much-needed closure. Even if it came way too late. Families want answers, and DNA databases might be able to offer them. So, if you want to talk about the drama and heartbreak brought on by DNA databases, the dangerous life of being a private investigator too close to actual crimes, or the books that I'm reading this week, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at Thanks, guys. 